Small businesses are crucial to our economy, but often overlooked as investment opportunities. Mainvest wants to change that. Discover how you can invest with impact and receive quarterly returns. Get $20 toward your first investment when you sign up at mainvest.com slash podcast. Mainvest is a licensed funding portal that offers investments under regulation crowdfunding and not a broker-dealer or investment advisor. Mainvest does not provide any investment legal, tax, or accounting advice. All of the investment opportunities on Mainvest contain risk. Investors should not invest more than they can afford to lose. Hey, how's it going? Just wanted to make sure we're actually meeting tonight. I already made the reservation. Same place we said last week. Let me know if we're still doing 9 p.m. Feel like you should not be listening to this? When you send an SMS, someone could be tuning into the conversation just like you are right now. Protect your personal messages with end-to-end encryption. Always message privately. WhatsApp. Well, hello, friends. All right, let's do it. Today's guest is an amazing guest, a really awesome guest. That's right. Today's guest is the number one best-selling author of the book called The Power Life Principles. The Power Life Principles. That's right. Mike Kaminsky's on the podcast today, and we're going to talk about the keys of getting what you want in life. That's right. The keys and those principles that Mike has came up with. Yes. So a little bit of background on Mike. Yes, Mike, besides being a really amazing person, grew up as a trouble kid. Um, he was called also, you know, a self-proclaimed throwaway kid who was told he would never amount to much of nothing. He also suffered from drugs and alcohol addiction and even was homeless. And then later, after rehab, almost got to the point to where he almost blew his brains out. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about the keys to discovering what you want and how he became this guru or this amazing person. He doesn't like the word guru. So we're going to say this best-selling author of The Power Life Principles. You guys got to check out this actual episode. It's amazing. And thank you, guys. This is episode 27. That's right. Episode 27. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend. Tell more friends. This allows me to bring you guys amazing content. Please, guys, share the podcast on your social media and with your friends. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, the Kids in the Room podcast. The Kids in the Room podcast. That's right. That's right. Brought to you by Move Faces. Check it Let's out. go. Woo! All right, all right, all right. Hey guys, welcome Mike on the show. Mike is an amazing man. He's going to talk about his amazing, inspirational um, impact on the world. Mike, tell him what you do. Tell him what you're great at. I'm great at everything. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm great. I'm great at, at, at being modest. Um, no, my. If you want to narrow it down to what I really, you could say, is the expertise is I. I'm great at taking complex ideas, complex philosophies, and that kind of thing that have to do with life and empowerment, and simplifying it down to where it's something that's relatable and most importantly usable and feasible in our lives, so we can actually apply the stuff and and create results in our life, not just dream about stuff and fantasize about stuff and wish stuff would happen and get trapped in that like spiritual like, web of. Just, whatever where nothing ever happens but you just, it's, it's almost i call it like a spiritual addiction you get that shot of dopamine and you feel great and it wears off but your life doesn't actually change so what i do is i help simplify this stuff and i've been doing it for 30 years uh, you know in my own life and with other people um so it, it's it's got a very successful proven track record um, to help people get actual results wow wow now how do you get people how do you, how do you, how do you make a person how do you get results <laughs> 
Okay, are you, pack a sandwich because this is going to take a minute. <laughs> I've got a cup. I've got yeah. some bologna, some bread, some organic, you know, you know, cheese. We're ready. Let's do this, Mike. You got the organic cheese. Got to get the organic. So, We're California. You know, it's it's really not complicated. None of this stuff is complicated. It's actually all very simple, and that doesn't mean that it's easy. Simple and easy are not the same thing. Like push ups, very simple, but if you haven't done one forever, it's not very easy to do. Um, it's it's hard. Sometimes you can't even do one if you haven't done one for a long time. So it's not. Not that it's easy because it's not. I mean, there's a lot of people that talk about how these big grandiose promises and how transformation's effortless. And I'm like, get the hell out of here with that shit. If you, if you say that, you've never gone through it or done it. It's not effortless. It's one of the most challenging things you can do in your life. But it's possible and it's doable if you take it in bite-sized chunks and simplify the process, which is what we do. And there's a, there's a, a methodology I teach, a system I teach called the Energy Triad System. And we talk about your three main areas of your three uh, main energy systems in life, your mental, emotional, and physical energy. And the way you get results is not through just daydreaming mentally, not through just, oh, I just feel so good about everything or just grind, grind, grind with action. What, what, when I draw this out and shows you teach this, it explains this, there's this circuit that has to be connected with all three of these things. And if they're not connected, that circuit's not connected. And then you don't really have access to your power, the true power that people not just have, but they are. But once you connect those three, those three energy systems in this process, how we, how we go through this, then it activates your power and you can feel it. People feel it. And then what, by doing that, every little action you take is, a, is a, a successive progression into more and more results in your life. And what it doesn't just, you don't snap your fingers and sacks of money ran out of the sky and you got fucking sports cars in your driveway and shit. It's not how it works. It's not how life works. It's always a successive progression. So we start with the first thing you have to know is what you want. That's the first question I ask everybody. What do you want? Sounds like an easy question to answer, but it's one of the most challenging things. Ooh, I think we lost you for a second. Oh, did you lose? Okay, yeah, something happened. All right. Yeah, yeah. So you said you were talking about, you know, some of the challenging points. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know where we lost it, but uh, the, <laughs> the bottom line is that the way, the way to get results, it's, very, it's all very simple, but you have to have um, the first question we ask people is, what do you want? And that's a hard thing for people to answer. I mean, they'll go on a tyrant about what they don't want. I don't want this. My job sucks. My relationship's terrible. I'm out of shape. I want, you know, they do all that stuff, but getting to the point of what you actually want is a process. It's not something that's just as, it sounds like a simple question because it is, but again, simple is not easy. It's not easy to answer that all the time. I've seen it for 30 years, you know, and it's, it's a process to go through what you want. You have to eliminate what you don't want. You have to get real. You have to get rid of all the noise, all the bullshit that Gary guru says you should have. You should 10 X this. You should be a bazillionaire. You should have a jet. You should have a yacht, whatever. You should shut up guru people because it's not, everybody doesn't want the same thing. And, and when you get to the core of what you actually want, most people find like it matches their default energy signature. So it's, it's naturally a, a progression and a path they can go towards because it feels normal and familiar and natural to them. Cause it's something they actually desire. People have a problem when they start to want what other people say they should want, but they don't really want it. So there's, there's not really that ambition and drive will fizzle out and die every time I've watched it happen countless times in, in, in doing this, what I do. Um, but that's the place that we start. And then when you start with that and you follow these processes, you start to link up and connect your three primary energy systems, your mental, emotional, and physical energy systems that can, can connects this circuit, like this invisible circuit that we all have. And when that circuit's connected, it's literally like putting a circuit together and turning on the power, the light comes on. That's when everything starts to change for people. That's when people start to see these, these results in a successive progressive fashion. It's not, again, not like boom, sacks of money and gold for everyone. It's not, that's not how it works. Um, but we definitely, you know, we've had people, go from being aspiring musicians to getting their songs on the radio 
that's a big deal for a musician. You know, people that are starving artists selling their art for eight, ten thousand dollars a painting. Um, people that go from suicidal alcoholics to to uh, hating their jobs and their lives to becoming creating multi million dollar businesses. Um, these these are things that are possible for everybody once you figure out what you really want. But you have to start there. Wow, I mean, you said a mouthful. I don't know if I can actually just you know regurgitate everything you said, but it was amazing. So, is how how did you start this out? Like what what you know, what was the trigger? What was the <laughs> it trigger? was an actual trigger, an actual trigger. Yeah, that's funny. Um, and and, and I'll, I'll give you a way to, to I'm not going to go through the whole story, but I'll give you the way to see this if you want to. Um, I, I had a pretty rough life and um, not a lot of love, not a lot of money, not a lot of support, not a lot of anything really that you need to thrive in life. And I, I started doing drugs and alcohol at the age of 12 and to escape all that. And I went through that process for a few years and um, three months before my 17th birthday, I checked myself into rehab, got sober, did all the things they told me to do. Um, but nothing was really changing because again, it's just so such, it's not really designed to help people expand and, and become self-empowered. It's more about being dependent on other people to empower you. A lot of these programs and these things like that. And I don't, I'm not about that. I'm about, I'm about self-empowerment. And then about two years into it, um, I was sitting on the edge of a bed with a loaded gun in my mouth. And I'm not going to go through the whole story. I'll give you a, a link. You can watch it. It's pretty inspiring and pretty crazy. It's pretty dramatic, actually. And I pulled the trigger. And, um, you know, that the, the bullet didn't fire, obviously. So um, and then that set me on a path. And I just, uh, you know, I went walking around forever. And I mean, I'm, I'm totally butchering this. You need to hear the whole story, actually. But I went walking around. And when I finally calmed down and my adrenaline died off a little bit, and I stopped shaking and trembling. You know, it must have been an hour and a half, two hours. And uh, I looked up at this old billboard by where I was where I was at the time. And there was this shitty ass light that was covered with soot and crap. And it was all orange and not white anymore because it's so dirty. But that orange color, man, it just calmed me down enough to get my get my bearings. And I, I literally looked around the world. I mean, I'm standing in like some crappy neighborhood and everything and nothing really changed. But I'm looking around and I'm like, you know what, Mike, everything you want in life is out there. You know, you've been sober for two years, did all the things they told you to do. Nothing's working, um, blah, blah, blah. Your counselor she, like, betrayed you with your girlfriend. Blah, all this stuff's going on in my head, right? And, and I'm like, but everything you want's out there. I said, people are happy. People have families. People have success. People have money. They have stuff. They have toys and whatever. They have self-esteem. They have confidence. They have, they have joy in their life. They have a wonder and a sense of awe for living. And all this stuff, it's all out there because you've seen it. So I literally took a step to the side, a physical step to the side, looked over at my echo. And I said, you just killed the guy that pulled that trigger. And you gave birth to this man. Who is he? I don't know. I'm the same asshole I was five seconds ago, but I've made a decision to figure out how all this stuff works, how I work and change my life or I'm going to die trying. And from that point on, I went on this massive quest and journey of, of self-discovery and self-awareness, having no idea there were people like this in the world. I had no idea this industry existed um, at the time. I didn't know anybody. So I did it all in the trenches of life. I didn't read one book, didn't have any mentors, none of that stuff. I did it all basically as with nature as my guide and saying this works, that works. And that's where the power life principles were developed in that process. Um, that's what started this whole thing. And, you know, my, my journey uh, began that way. And then over time, people would ask me, like, what are you doing? Like, how they'd, they'd see, you know, you notice when people start making dramatic changes, like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't really know, man, I'm doing this and this and this. And then it just started to develop over over time where I saw other people getting results from it, too. And it developed into what it is today. Wow. Mouthful. 
And that's that. The irony is, you know, or maybe maybe it's not irony, but I, I did this to a, a previous uh, podcast uh, uh, friend and guest. Um, you know, uh, where I called out something that he exactly was going to mention, but uh, um, must be the energies. Um, but yeah, man, that's crazy. So you were at this point where you know you were, you were literally going to pull out. The, you were, you know you're going to you know pull the trigger, and it was just like it didn't actually shoot. Right, it didn't actually go off. Right, I did pull the trigger. Yeah, the bullet misfired. Yes, yeah. it misfired, which is is amazing because we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. Nope. <laughs> uh, right, but you got to this point. What was it, like? What made you get to this point where you felt like you know, I just need to vacate the premises completely. Man, a lot, uh, a lot of abuse and poverty and just confusion. And like, all I heard my whole life was what a piece of shit I was. You're a fuck up. You're a loser. You're worthless. You're just nothing. And you're ugly. You're stupid. And I mean, that's what I heard my whole life. And, and you know, alcoholism, my dad was an alcoholic and abusive. My mom was a drug addict and, and, a, and a severe professional victim. <laughs> and, uh, and just the environment I grew up in wasn't conducive for, for success or happiness in any way. And, uh, you know, you believe that stuff is it when you're a kid and that's what you're, you hear your whole time. That's what you kind of believe and you believe that about yourself. And, um, so just years and, and years and years of programming and conditioning to believe that about myself. So I felt about myself and I had like the lowest self. I mean, I'm, I wasn't groomed for success in any way. I had the lowest self-esteem you could possibly imagine. And, um, all that pain and then, and then using drugs and alcohol, I was like, Holy shit, this stuff's magic. All my pain goes away. So it worked for a while until it stopped working. And then some like weird thing happened with that. Why I checked myself into, when I checked myself into rehab, but um, you know, all just, just years of living in that kind of environment uh, took its toll. And, and I had a, a very, very strong conditioned mindset about what I was and who I was. And it wasn't very good. None of it, none of it would be supportive of, of what I am today and what I have today and who I am today. You know, just none of it would be supportive of that. So it took an, a complete overhaul and transformation of everything from mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, every kind of way you could possibly imagine for me to become uh, who I, who I was, who I am truly, who I'm meant to be, who I really truly am and, and do the things I've done in life. But it was just uh, like a lot of people, you know, there's just, there's, is just not the right kind of support in life to, to help elevate them and to celebrate what they are instead of people trying to make you conform to what they think you should be. Um, that doesn't work. And that, that puts a lot of people in a, in a prison, in a cage where their, their, their power, their beauty, their, their lust for life and their vigor for life just gets, just gets trapped and, and clogged up where they can't actually feed from that and feed their soul what it needs, which is going to help motivate them and drive them and guide them to what, to creating an environment that supports their internal environment and create an external environment supports their internal environment so they can live a rich, full life. Um, to me, it was just, uh, just a lot of that conditioning for a lot of years. That's what got me to the point where, um, my turning point was obviously the, the first one was the rehab, but that's a different story. The big one was the gun. And that's when I'm like, no, man, you're on borrowed time. You got to figure this out. How does, how does this work? And I went on, you know, then the whole story from there is, I mean, it's in the, in the, uh, the video, I, I, I don't like to talk about it all the time over and over again, but um, I recorded it on video. So yeah, that was, it was just, it's just like most people, it's just conditioning and it's this, that stuff is not permanent. That's what people don't get. Like just cause you have a belief doesn't mean you can't change it. I mean, where the hell did it come from to begin with? You didn't weren't born with it. It was, it was created in your mind. So we had this amazing power and this amazing, all these faculties to, to uh, execute and use that power and live from it. But a lot of people just don't know how to do that or they don't believe they even can a lot of times. So we kind of help 
guide them to where they can. They can see it for once. They can feel it for once. Because once people see that, man, once people see like, holy shit, that's me. Like, yeah, that's you. Welcome to you. Let's go. Let's go do life now. Um, everything changes for people. And I've watched it for, you know, three decades. It's, it's an amazing thing. It's, a, it's very, very much a privilege to be able to experience that as much as I have in my life. Wow. Wow. That's wild. So you also mentioned something, Mike, that was, you know, that I kind of wanted to touch back on too as well of your story and journey, if you will. I would say journey before it's your story. But um, you mentioned that you were at this point after, you know, the trigger misfired, you know, that you, you went somewhere and you just saw orange and some colors. Could you bring me back to that point again? Yeah. So after the bullet or after the, yeah, after the bullet, the, the, the primer was defective. So the bullet didn't fire and I was on a bed and I was just trembling so bad. I could barely move. I actually scooted away from the gun as fast as I could and, and hit the, hit my head on the back of the wall. I'm like, ah, oh, now my head hurts. So <laughs> kind of funny. Memory trauma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so when I finally calmed down enough, I just started walking. Cause that's all I could do. I mean, I was like an overload sensory overload, like massive. And when I got to that point, it'd been shit, I don't know, an hour, two hours. I have no idea how, how long it was. Um, could have been five minutes. I have no idea. Time was skewed at that point. But I just looked up at that light. I don't know what the hell it was. It wasn't a magical thing. It wasn't anything special. But it was. I think for me, it was just a focal point where my energy could, it was so scattered and so haphazard and so just er- 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 erratic that I didn't know which way was up or down. I couldn't pin a thought down. It was just, I mean, I just put a fucking gun in my mouth and pulled the trigger. It was, I was in a lowest point a human being could be. And that orange light just gave me a focal point. And I was like, but wait, just, you saw an orange light? Like, what do you mean by an orange light? No, no, it was on a bill. You know, those old billboards on the highway, they used to have incandescent lights that sh- like a little lamp in the bottom that shined up on the things to light them up. Right. Just one of those old billboards. And that it was just so crusty with shit that it was on the highway. There's a billboard on the highway. And it was just so crusty from dirt and crap that the light was like had an orange hue to it instead of like ah, the white, yellow light. And how old so were you by, at that time, by the way? I was 18. All right, cool. 18. And so that orange, just the light, I mean, it could have been green or purple. I don't the color doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. It just gave me a focal point where my energy could be focused. So my focus could be more narrow. And I had a, the ability to start to think again. And that's when it kind of like, okay, I, I'm where I'm, where am I at? I got more present with myself. And that's when I started looking around, like the answers are out there. The stuff's out there. The life you want's out there. Go fucking get it. <laughs> Figure it out, man. Figure it out or die. Those are your options. So I'm like, well, I'm going to weigh those two. And obviously the death stuff didn't work. So let's go figure this shit out. You know, that's very motivational. It, it, figure it out or die. Yeah. That's, let's that's get it out. Yeah, I don't recommend anybody get <laughs> it's that pretty hardcore. Yeah. Figure it out or die. A lot of people will probably <laughs> die. Dramatic. A lot of people won't figure it out. Those are, oh, I can't figure it out. Screw it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, so you saw this, this light, you know, you started looking at things differently and then you were on the spiritual journey where you started taking more accountability for your own self and, you know, started growing yourself. Is that kind of a, a, a similar path or can you clear that up for me? Yeah. I mean, I, my version of spirituality is just a little bit different than most people's or the general consensus of spirituality. So it, you can call it a spiritual journey, but um, like I just went, I, I, I took a year of my life and it, this is exhausting. I took a year of my life and I had every single word that I thought that I when I was aware of a word I thought I analyzed I'm like I'm hungry okay stop what does that mean what's I'm it's a conjunction conjunction for what I am okay what's I me 
who are you? Mike, what's Mike? I mean, it was exhaustive. I, but I became so self-aware from doing that stuff that over and over a year that I started to like really become in tune, so in tune with my body and my mind and how all of it's linked together, how all of it's connected and how one thing affects the other and how you can do one thing on purpose to affect the other thing with intention and all of this stuff. So I just became aware and I'm like, you know what? I'm not anything different or special than the other human being. We all work the exact same damn way. This is how everyone works. This is how it works. And so I started to understand how we work as human beings, like at a very, very, very granular, almost molecular level. And, and, and so it was, I was very in tune with that. And so I went and, and I started to uh, look through life about how things worked and how things, I didn't have any names for these principles at the time. I just knew if I did X, Y happened. Y didn't work. So if I did X again, then A happened. Oh, that worked. Okay. So I would just, I literally was in the trenches of life, figuring out how we work as human beings, how I work as myself as a human being first. And then I remember there was one time at, I went, <laughs> I went to a job interview at Dairy Queen to make hamburgers. Okay. And so I'm, <laughs> I'm at this job interview and, and I'm like, I am stressed out of my mind. I'm like, I'm a piece of shit. All that stuff's going to my head still. You, you're worthless. You suck. I'm like, I'm making fucking hamburgers. It's not like rocket science, but I'm so stressed out. Cause I'm like, I don't feel like I'm worthy that anybody's going to give me a shot at anything. And so I'm, I'm pacing back and forth in this, in this, the lobby of this restaurant waiting for an interview. And, uh, I, I, I got so like just nervous and scared that I, God, I got frustrated and I got in the boxer stance. And when I was in rehab, I started working out on punching bags because I was like angry and I was, I had to get all the stuff out of me. And I were, I loved it. I still do it to this day. I work out on heavy bags and speed bags and stuff. But, um, and I got in that boxer stance and all of a sudden I'm like, why do I feel more confident? Why do I feel like I'm, what, what the hell happened here? I'm not like anxious anymore. Well, obviously your body affects everything else. So it's all connected. And when I work out on bags, I would get all this angst out of me and I would get to a place where I was at peace and I, I was okay. And I could, I was centered and I had confidence. And I had strength. I felt my strength, all this stuff's happening and the associations automatically linked there. So when I go back into that boxer stance, boom, I'd get right back into that, like powerful, that powerful state of existence. And so I'm like, this is crazy. So I put my hands down. All of a sudden, here it comes flooding back in. You're a piece of shit. You suck. You're a loser. And I'm like, what the hell? So I put my hands back up. I'm like, this is insane. So I got, I, I went, did the interview. I actually got the job. I went back home <laughs> and I went into a mirror. And I guess people even teach this shit now. I'll call it mirror work or whatever, some other weird name, whatever. But I went into a mirror and I'm like, okay, what, what is this? So I said, let's do this. So I looked into this mirror in my bathroom and I'm like, get mad. And I made this super mad face, urgh, growling. And within like seconds, I'm like, I want to fight somebody, man. I want to, I'm like, whoa, I'm legitimately pissed off. What am I mad about? I'm in a bathroom by myself. Why am I, I'm like legit, like legit mad. This is crazy. I'm like, all right, try happy. So, <laughs> so I look in the mirror and I sucked at being happy. I never smiled. I was just like, cause I wasn't happy. I didn't even know how to be happy. So I look in the mirror and I'm like smiling. It's this half-ass fake smile. And I'm like, keep doing it, jackass. I'm talking to myself like this, like keep, keep doing it, keep doing it. And 10 seconds passes, 20 seconds passes, 30 seconds passes. And I'm like, I feel like the most awkward idiot in the entire world. This is the most embarrassing shit, even though I'm by myself. And then about 45 seconds into it or so, I'm like, everything started to soften up. And my face started to soften up and I actually started to smile and I, and I started laughing and I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, Holy shit. I'm happy. There's no reason to be happy, but I'm happy. I'm like, I, and I, I literally said this like wizard. I just figured out the mysteries of life. That was the first part of, of my, my discovery of like how we can use all these things together. And that's what became the foundation for principle one and the power life principle, which is highest energy wins, 
whatever you focus on, whatever you give your, not just your attention to, not just the spiritual woo-woo stuff, but your physical energy to, your emotional energy to, your, your mental and your logical energy to, all of these things combined, you give, whatever you give the highest energy to, whatever you focus on, it's going to be the predominant thing. And it will, that's what results will, you'll produce in your life. So I started practicing more and more and more with this, like the facial stuff, the body language I started, it, it just unfolded and unpacked from there, man. It was, it, I don't even know what the question was anymore, but that's, that's kind of where that, oh, the journey. Yeah. So that was principle one that started to form. And then, and then all the, I mean, there's a big, long story for all this stuff, but um, it all just successively and progressively unpacked and all these principles kind of like support each other. And it's really, I mean, if you want to get down to what it is, it's not, I, I didn't invent them. It's nature's law. It's how we work. It's how we work as human beings. That's why it's so effective with everybody because there's a familiarity to this stuff. When you start doing it, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. And, and you just kind of like, yeah, this is actually, I don't need to learn some weird spell or go to some crazy mountain and get some fancy rare crystal or eat some fucked up fruit. You don't have to do any of that. It's all already here for everybody. Everybody has access to this and, and it's how we all work. But that journey has kept unfolding you know, for years until it took like six, seven years before I finally started to put names to this stuff. Cause I just, to me, it was just an experience. It wasn't like a, I didn't put like labels and stuff around it. Cause I didn't know what to call it at the time. Um, but yeah, it, it was a, it was a long journey and it's still, I mean, it's ongoing, you know, it's still, I'm still doing it 30 years, 30 plus years later. Wow. And so, yeah, I mean, I think it's cool. I mean, I, I get the whole, you know, the whole mirror thing, the mirror thing, mirroring yourself, you're manifesting, you're, you're putting yourself in a position where you're, you're almost programming yourself in some way to, you know, spiritually or mentally or physically be uh, inclined to do what you're trying to seek or what you're calling for, right? Um, I mean, I, I believe in it for sure. I mean, you have, to, you have to write things down. You have to, you know, stay focused. You have to look at yourself. You have to take accountability. And I feel like, you know, there are some magical principles that, you know, you can kind of or structures that you can kind of, you know, accumulate and, and kind of, you know, build upon and, you know, that will help you kind of execute whatever you're trying to do. Um, but I think the thing is, is like what you're kind of talking about is actually learning those is complicated for everyone. Right. Yeah. The industry makes it complicated. They, they, they make it that way. It's like that's why I don't really I'm like an outcast. <laughs> <laughs> like the black sheep of this industry. Um, what do you no, mean by that? It, what do you mean they make it? They make it um, hard. Like in what way? They make it complicated because it has to. Because it can't be highest energy wins. Okay, yeah, highest frequency wins, and they go into this weird trance, like speak and mystical. What? What the fuck are you doing? That's not. That, that doesn't. That's not how this shit works. Energy is very simple. It's basically two properties. It's frequency and amplitude. Frequency, highest frequency doesn't win. If you have a highest frequency would be like treble on, on music or bass is a lower frequency. Which one has more volume? That's the one you're going to hear more. It's about amplitude. It's about not about highest frequency. They, they just, they just overcomplicate it. They really, frankly, excuse my judgment here, but most of them don't know what the hell they're talking about. They haven't been through it. They're reading stuff and regurgitating shit. But they haven't actually walked through the landmine fields of transformation. So in my opinion, they have no damn business guiding other people through it. Unless you've walked through those fields yourself and know what to do if you step on a landmine, know what to, how to guide your people through that shit because you've been through it a million times yourself, you really shouldn't do it. So the complication is in people trying to make it more sparkly and mystical than it really is to get the attention back to like, look what I'm, look, look at my magic rock. Like, and I'm like, it's not a magic rock. It's just a rock. Then you're the magic. 
fuck the rock you're the magic so i mean i i because i've been doing it forever and it's like and i and i didn't learn it in that way they complicate it by making like it, you said the word manifesting that word's so bastardized it's crazy it's like manifesting magic it's not magic manifesting isn't even creation it's part of the creation process manifesting literally means to make aware to the senses especially sight that's the definition of manifesting, to make aware to the senses. So is manifesting actually like materializing shit out of thin air? No, it's becoming aware of stuff that's already there. Maybe it's there in two pieces. Maybe it's an element here and an element there. You put them together, you create your element. Like everything that we have on this earth is already here. It's already on the earth. Everything that we use used to be like our cars used to be in a mountain. And then someone milled the metal out of them and made the steel and shit, right? And so everything's already here. There's nothing to actually materialize. We get the gift of life to go put these puzzles together, which keeps us engaged with life so we don't atrophy and die. So we, so we get to fill our purpose and, of, of creation, right? So they, they complicate it by making it so mystical and unattainable and these ridiculous promises and all this crazy stuff. And that hurts so many people because people just don't they, – they're looking for this magic thing. And like, look in the goddamn mirror. Like, look, you know, I have, I have a, a my water thing. So I say this all the time to my, my coaching group. You're the power. It's you. It's not tools. It's not all this stuff. Tools augment your power. Like, but have you ever seen a saw cut a piece of wood? No, it's a human being operating the saw that cuts a piece of wood. Tools are useful, but they're not, people give too much credence to that stuff because that's what people are telling them to do. And so, but it's really like, where's all of that coming from? Where's your meditation coming from? It's coming from you. It's always you, always, always, always back to you. And then it goes back to principle one, highest energy wins. What are you doing? So the, the, the complication in this industry is just because there's a lot of people that mean well, and they want to help people because they're inspired themselves, but they're, they're just like trying to teach people like black belt martial arts when they're like a white belt. They shouldn't be there yet. doesn't mean they can't help people because there's people still looking for the goddamn dojo. Go help them. Get them in there. You know, there's just a, a progression of where the people should be doing this at. And the complication and, the, and the, the, the things that they do, they talk about quantum physics, quantum mechanics, quantum this. And like I've had two quantum physicists in my training and they both said, we don't even know what the fuck quantum mechanics and quantum physics is. The people are insane if they say they know this. They don't, we don't know what it is. It's all theory. We're just like, we're just trying to figure this stuff out. And then you look at that and like, but it's so attractive to people because it's so stimulating the mind. It's so interesting. It's like, oh, my God, this is so cool. What if we actually do have magic powers? And I'm like, hey, you do. But that's not how you get it. So it's just the, the if you, and I'm, I'm saying a lot in, in, in a short period of time. Right. But it's it's just they, they, they just take this whole thing, even like the law of attraction. Like, get out of here with that. It's, it's, it's a it's a thing. But it's just so. I don't know even what to say except for that they, they mysticize this stuff and make it so whimsical and so it's not it's not substantive it doesn't I mean how the hell do you use this stuff you can think about it whatever but how do you actually apply it in your life back to you apply it in your life back to you where you're the one that's actually activating all this stuff when you activate your power all that nonsense goes away you don't even you, you, you're like oh my god and it all makes sense because it's you it's always you so the complications, I think a lot of it, some of that's to do with marketing and positioning and that kind of stuff and all that kind of business to make it so it's like sexy and sparkly so people buy it. But and I get that, but um, it's just uh, the, the the words have been bastardized and used in a in a way that is taking people. Is what it actually does is it gives make, make, it gives it gives people an opportunity to give away their power, not claim it. And that's the that's the real challenge I see is like when you give it away, you can't actually like be accountable and use it. So a lot of this stuff is like designed to do that. Um, I don't think it's like ill intention, but 
it does that. And I've watched it again. I've watched it for 30 years. I've actually left the industry because I got so disgusted with it one time. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do this anymore, but it, it's, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. That's, um, and again, I know this is probably like making people's like ears bleed, but it's the truth. It's the reality. No, man, I, I totally get it. I, I think there's just, you know, there's a lot of information out there and I think sometimes it's hard to, um, I don't know. I think it's hard to kind of absorb right? What people are actually trying to say or articulate that in some way. Um, I think the way that you're doing it is a, just another way of doing it. And it's more simplified and it's more accountability towards yourself versus more of this, you know, the song and dance, you know, and, and making it sound so much more mystical than what it possibly may be. And to kind of get people more in tune and focused on like, hey, this is exactly, this is exactly what you need to be doing. Don't be worrying about this, the, the stones, the spirituality of this, and your karma, and all this other stuff like this. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Let's get down to the substance. It's you. Start with you. You have the power to do it. Um, I agree. I agree. So I agree. Let, let, me, let me just drop something in there real quick. So Drop it. This is, this, is what I, this is part of what it is. It's like people talk about all these different philosophies like a holographic universe and, and all that. Like it's none of this is real. It's all just a hologram or whatever or get, video game yeah. mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. And the, and the simulation string yeah. theory and quantum this, whatever. And they're like nothing they, they use things like the slit test in physics. If you've ever heard of that, the mm-hmm. slit test that shows like when we observe something, it changes the, the photons. Mm-hmm. So they say that they say things like, and this is real. People say this. Yes. Yeah, so I was watching this last night. So, yeah. What that? I was watching this last night. <laughs> yeah, they're like nothing exists unless you look at it. Right. As soon as you look away from it, it doesn't exist anymore. Well, let or, or it's all holographic. Well, let me take this holographic hammer and hit your holographic foot and tell me how, tell me what that holographic pain feels like. It doesn't make a damn bit of difference if it's a hologram or whatever. It's like this is your real life experience. Whether it's a holograph or not, you're actually experiencing this stuff. So how the hell does that benefit your life? Does that put a sandwich in your mouth? Does it put some money in your bank? Does it make your love life better? It doesn't. It just distracts you from looking at the real power yourself. It's a distraction for for, for many, all intents and purposes. It's a distraction from, from your real power. So some of those concepts and those things that get people very intrigued, and I understand why, because it's like, well, if I could just push this button and everything's better in my life, well, hell yeah, give me one of those buttons. I'll do it too. Well, actually, I wouldn't because that would be very not beneficial. I mean, but. but do you, I mean, like, I mean, you know, not to, to swim off into another convo, but, you know, the simulation, you know, theory per se, I would, I would say, I would, I would challenge the point that maybe it's not necessarily about self help because I don't feel like, I don't feel like it's a self help, you know, type of like a uh, theory. I feel like the simulation is like more like a, you know, a, a, a more of like an answer for those who are in seek of, you know, what the hell are we? Like, how do we get here? Like, more of like, where do we go after we die? Those type of questions more than just like a, you know, what are you going to manifest and what are you going to heal within yourself? I feel like it's more of like, hey, let's, I want to know the secrets of why am I here? Why do I live here? What's life? And like, what happens when I die? I think it's more of a of an answer of, of that kind of a thing, and I, and I understand exactly what you're saying, you know. Um, but I think also what they you know talk about in support is you know when we talk about the human body in general, you know, it being a you know or this whole galaxy and whatever we're in as being a simulation, it is something that you know, hey, us humans per se, each individual of one of us would be you know these you know uh, hyphen, hy- I guess you would say that these 
almost like a individual game um, players, right? Where we would have these, our bodies would be just like we are in this actual plan, right? So it w- it would feel authentic to us because we w- it would feel like, hey, look, we're really here because we have senses, right? We have senses. We touch, you know, if we create a game that's, you know, let's say, you know, even like 200 years from now, we would create something that's similar to what we're, where we are right now, where it has similar senses like us. Everything feels real. Everything seems real. So our senses, you know, those tie us into this world. You take our senses away, we're not here. It's like, what is it? Like, if you literally close your eyes, right, cover your ears, you know, don't touch anything and just don't try to smell anything. You just feel blackness. It's just darkness, right? But when you turn on each sense, you have these sensory things of this plane, of this world, right? And so now when you touch things – but I actually think that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing, and I tell people this all the time. Like, you know, when you're sad about your life, you feel like things aren't going your way, you have to go back to this moment of humbleness, of thankfulness. And what I mean by that is, like, you know, I broke my ankle when I was, like – you know, around a teenager and like, you know, I was depressed because it's like, oh man, I broke my leg and whatever it may be. And I had to learn how to walk again because like, I didn't know that you'd have to, if you broke your leg really bad, you have to learn how to walk again. But once I was in that point to where I was actually walking again, I was in this like humbleness, this humbling point where it was like, hey, look, I can now walk. I can stand up. How great is that? Like something so simple that we take for granted daily I can now do, and I wasn't taking it for granted anymore. And with that, I also walked outside, and I smelled the freaking flowers, right? I saw the fucking sunlight. I saw, I touched things, and I was like, yeah, it's just, you know, I started just opening up my mind. I was like, hey, man, it's so good just to be able to touch. Some people, some people can't fucking see. Some people can't touch things. Some people can't hear. Yep. You have those senses. So to be grateful of those little things you have. And some people will say, like, hey, look, you know, why do you care about these material things, and why do you make why do you why are you so you know um, neat with it and stuff like that, and so careful of things? I'm like, hey, these are blessings. If I'm blessed to be able to have these things, and I'm in this experience of this world, then I want to experience that to the max. And so I like touching nice things, and I like feeling and seeing nice things. I like this; it's part of the experience. And so for me, the way that I take it is, life is an experience. Now, whether it's a simulation. Or whatever it may be, it doesn't matter because we all pass. So no matter what, in, in the end of the day, it is an experience. doesn't matter. It is an experience. So exactly. enjoy the experience and just enjoy the, your time while you're here, man. Don't, you know, killing yourself and all this other stuff and not liking your life. You know, you just got to be, you got to be positive. You got to change your attitude. And I think what you're talking about a lot is a lot of uh, attitude adjustment and, and outlook of how you look at life, you know, looking at the small things and then also thinking about how you can go back and, you know, how you can really, you know, put yourself in a position for success, how you can set yourself up for success or whatever that means to you, right? Because that's different for every individual. Everybody wants something different sometimes. But I think one thing that you thought that you actually mentioned that was pretty magical um, is did you mentioned like, and this is a little previous, you said people not knowing what they want, People not knowing what they want. And I think that's amazing because, like, how do you know what you want, Mike? How do you know what you want? So let me go back to for, because you talked about something about, like, the simulation. It's people looking for answers for, like, why we're here and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and again, I'll answer the how, what do you, how you know what you want in a second. But the, the idea here, like, I'm going to talk about spirituality from my perspective because it kind of just wrapped 
into what you just said. To me, spirituality is not transcending the human life. It's not trying to figure out like how to get past this, how to not be human. It's embracing the human experience fully, meaning you have these sensory systems like you talked about. So you can taste what mustard tastes like. You can taste a strawberry. You can feel the electricity from a kiss. You can feel sadness and fear and happiness and all of these, this elation from all these different ranges of emotional spectrum that we are able to experience in life as a human being. And as a human being, you can feel pain, you can feel strength, you can feel weakness, you can feel everything. This whole entire world is here to serve you, to enhance your experience as a human being. People try to transcend that shit through spirituality. It's like you're missing the whole point. At the end of the game, I don't know what happens. I don't need to know. I don't care. I mean, I don't profess to know. I do know that there's something, I call our bodies a spacesuit. There's some shit inside of here that makes these things come to life. Because all they are is earth. It's just like carbon, water, and dirt, and minerals, and shit. And boom, there's this magic life, right? So um, at the end of the game, if you live your life and you feed your human experience as much as you possibly can, then whenever whatever's inside of here leaves, it's going to look back and go, that was fucking awesome. Oh my God. Remember that egg, that shitty taste. Oh my God. And then jumping off the cliff. Holy shit. And that kiss and that girl. And oh my God. And all these experiences. If you go through life, just constantly trying to figure out why the fuck you live at all. That's it. That's what you're going through life. as. You're, you're missing all of this opportunity for experience as a human being and then you go through life and you leave, whatever's inside here leaves it's like dude we had 78 years and i don't even know what the fuck mustard tastes like what the hell because the spiritual energy needs this body to be able to taste mustard it needs this physical sensory system this biotactical feedback system to be able to feel pain and and love the biochemical and that's all we are is biochemical energy machines that's all we are so to be able to experience that stuff, we need this body. So to me, spirituality is fully embracing humanity, all of it, the messiness, the shit, the pain, the love, the failure, the success, the triumph, the tragedy, all of it, all of it, full spectrum, completely. You do that, you're living a very rich spiritual life. So definitely the, 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 the people that want those answers that want that that's all they care about is like, why are we here? Whatever. Well, I mean, I, I have an answer for that too. From my experience, um, you're here to create. That's what we all are. I mean, we all have the same purpose. People are like, no, we don't. Yes, we actually do human, the human body and mind and faculties are built to create. That's what we are designed to do. Like not through spirituality or through any kind of shit, but like mechanically, physically, biologically, that's what we're, that's what we're built to do is to create, procreate, first of all, make babies, keep going, live, that kind of stuff. We're built to create. And so create what? I don't know. That's where you get to pick. That's different for everyone. The experience of that's different for everyone. What do you want to create? Which goes back to your question. What do you want? That come, that, you know, how, do you, how do you know what you want? The, the easiest way to do this is to look at your life and look at everything that's shitty. Look at what sucks. People are like, no, shun that. All you can think about is positive stuff. It's all going to come crumbling down if I look at the negative. If I be negative for 10 seconds, I'm going to die. No, you're actually not. It's not that you can't, you can't spend your, your, your entire life with half your energy fighting against the other half. Like, just be positive. No, the, the, everybody is like negativity is not, it shouldn't happen. Really? Go to your car, unhook the negative terminal on your battery, and tell me that you don't need negativity in your life. It's a circuit. We are energy. We are electrical circuits. That's all we are is bioelectrical, biomechanical machines. You need both 
for the whole thing to work. You have to have both. It's duality. It's principle two, duality and contrast. And explain that, how, why we need both. That neither one of them is bad. Neither one of them is good. They're just, it's just like, you got to have both. Unplug the positive, you stop working. Unplug the negative, you stop working. You got to have both. But what we're tent, what we do, there's so much information in life and so many people and so much stuff and so much marketing and messages you don't pick up a magazine and it just says hey you're perfect the way you are it's like no you have fucked up hair and you're not wearing the right clothes you don't have the right purse all this kind of shit everywhere you look it's saying that kind of stuff so generally i mean highest energy wins and that's stuff that's coming in all the time that kind of input when you don't be careful about what you're selectively letting into your space then that starts to take hold and you're like fuck maybe i'm not good enough why because a million people are saying that i should have a pair of shoes or i'm not okay whatever so go back to what what do you want it's people the 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 best the easiest path to this and this is what i teach in the in the power manifesting method it's it's a very simple exercise a duality exercise you just go through what you don't want and then you look at every single one of those things and some of it's going to pop out some of it's going to be like man that one really stands out that's what embossed i see that thing more than anything cool it's if it's i don't i don't want like being uh broke well, what's the opposite of that? What's the other, what's the heads, the tails of that coin? Well, I want to be like wealthy or abundant or rich or whatever, at least like, okay, financially. There you go. There's what you want. Simple. Now the problem has served its purpose. You no longer need to think about it. You can let it go. So you don't dwell in negativity, but you use it to complete that circuit to get to the point where you have focus and you can narrow your focus. So you have potency with your energy to create stuff that you want, that feeds your soul, that feeds your life, the things that you want in it. So you can build your life the way that you want it. That's match a match to your default energy signature, but you don't ignore it. You use that. Then that circuit's complete. Then you just move. Then, then the engine started. You can, you touch the positive and negative. The battery lights up this spark. The engine's running now. Then go, go build your life. That's what, that's the function of this negative and positive energy. And that's why the duality stuff, it's, it's why it's so important to find what you want. Most people need to start with what they don't want. Right. I think that's genius. And, you know, something magical about what, what you also said was, you know, it was a point where you, you, you use this uh, this battery analogy. And I also saw something that was pretty you know, interesting in there, too, as well, is if we're talking about batteries, you know, you have your positive and you have, you know, your negative. Right. And your negative, you know, uh, it keeps you grounded. Yep. It keeps you grounded. And Absolutely. so I think that, that that's a, that, that's a magical point. That um, for anybody who understands batteries and stuff like that in cars and engines and stuff like that, it definitely resonated to me. So I totally agree with you that. I mean, you need your pros and cons. And I agree with you too, man. I mean, like there's a lot of people that put this out in the air where it's like, don't say anything negative. Like that's kind of an annoying conversation. It's an annoying conversation for people that do that. Oh, he's so negative. Oh, it's like, no, you don't want to say that every – just because somebody mentions something that's not – that's in the con area and not in the pro area doesn't mean it should be negative. You have to absorb that con sometimes, you know, we're talking about pros and cons, you know, you have to absorb that con to kind of know where you're kind of going. You use that for like a recharge or inspiration, but I don't think, or maybe not everyone knows how to do that. They just only see that that con that you're mentioning is just only negative. We should not hear any of that point because they feel like they can't deal with it, but it's like, you need to use that for inspiration for you to go and push on. It doesn't mean or self-awareness and, you know, to reflect when we're talking about mirroring. Um, I think that all matters. But I think a lot of people really just don't get that. There is this big thing where it's like no negativity, right? No conflict because conflict is bad and conflict should make you grow. You have to look at yourself and look at the bad, look at the good. And then you, you weigh out, you know, your, uh, you weigh out your, your positives and your negatives. And then what you're saying is like, you know, hey, 
you know, you can kind of start by at least, let's get it started. At least start writing down what you don't want. And that's a start, right? And then kind of going from there. And then you have some other methods that you've kind of, you know, put together as some principles to kind of keep you where you need to be. But I think that's magical. I think people do need these things. Um, I do think there's this big guru, you know, um, thing that's been going on for last. I mean, maybe it's been going, it's gotten worse since the internet, but it's been going on for years, you know, this self-help shit, you know, it's like, how do you help yourself? But I think what you're talking about is just a more grounded way of doing it, and it's more practical, and it makes more sense. It's easier to digest than a lot of people are uh, putting out there. They are adding this, this yeah. magicalness to it. It's just how it works. Fairy dust. That's it. <laughs> it's just how it works. I mean, there's no there's no fluff or no – it's just how it works. It's just like there's no – I mean, I've had people try to um, poke holes in this shit. I've had people have PhDs in enlightenment. I've had conversations with them. I literally has a PhD in enlightenment from Harvard university. And it, it's like, you just can't poke holes in this stuff. Not because Mike Kemsky is so badass and smart. Cause I didn't invent this shit. This is nature's laws. This is how we work. It's just like how it is. I just simplify it because I had to, I was going to die if I didn't. So I had to. Right. But the whole idea, the, one of the, one of the benefits to that's the best place to start is like l- listening out what you don't want. And a lot of things people, people need is just like, and I'll tell you this, if you're one of these people, listen to me. You have permission to go be negative for as long as it takes, and you're going to be fine. Nothing bad's going to happen to you. In fact, the opposite is going to happen to you. If you go out and do this, just start this exercise and just list out everything and exhaust yourself. This is what this is the very first thing we teach in, in the power manifesting method is list out everything, exhaust yourself. Just like, and I hate my shoelaces and I don't like vanilla ice cream. <sighs> just exhaust yourself completely. You are going to feel so free. You're going to free up so much space inside of you because you're trying to hold on to this shit like because you're not thinking about it, but it's there. It's like, I'm not going to worry about the dog shit on my shoe. Okay, then you're going to walk around smelling dog shit the rest of your life. Like you, 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 you have – no one likes that. The people that walk around like, oh, I stepped in dog shit. It's a blessing that dogs exist. Fuck you. No one likes to step in dog shit. Let's just be real for a minute. Come on. No one likes it. You stepped in dog shit for God's sake. It's not a fun thing to do. But if you go through and do this – you're going to be fine and you're going to be better than fine because it releases so much baggage for people just doing that. Forget even finding what they want, just having permission to just like vomit all this quote unquote negativity out. Cause it's so built up and so much, so many people, it's such a pent up thing because they feel like they can't be that they can't be human. They can't like ever go on that side of, of the circuit. It's always got to be positive, positive, positive. And uh, frankly, man, they're a little weird. People like they freak me out. The people that are just like always like ha, 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 happy face. What the fuck? Come on, man. That's a little bit. That's not normal. That's not how we work. It's like something's wrong. It's like it's like a dysfunction almost. It's weird. But if, if you just do this, if you're that person, man, lock yourself in a closet, whatever. Get some sort of if you need some incense, whatever to make you feel good about this shit. Go do it. And I'm telling you and listen, I've got 30 plus years experience doing this. Not one person has had their house collapse on them from doing this. Not one person has gotten some terminal illness from doing this. Nothing bad has happened. It just helps you get more balanced and more grounded and more complete in your totality of your energy systems. It starts to get things flowing again. And that's what everybody wants, this magic flow state. Well, here's how you do it. You don't fight yourself. Use half of your energy to fight other half of your energy, rendering you like at net zero neutral you have no you do nothing it's like the gas and the brake at the same time you're just gonna burn out and i've seen people have i've seen too many good people do that shit for so long man and the saddest part is they they, they're doing it because they're being taught that 
and they end up giving up on themselves. They end up giving up on their dreams when they don't have to, but they get so frustrated and so burned out and so exhausted and so depleted because everyone wants more, 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 more. Buy this high ticket thing, buy this $10,000 thing. Here's a $12,000 magic way. And, and people just get so burned out in this space. And I'm like, that's not what this space is about. This space is about helping people and empowering people and helping them create results in their life, not fucking bleeding them dry of everything that they possibly have mentally, emotionally, financially, spiritually, physically. That's insane to me. That's that's part of the reason why I get so disgusted with some of this stuff. I'm like, come on, man. We're here to help people, not like just they're not they're not they're not resource machines. They're human beings and they have like real fears and real ambitions and and real families and responsibilities and dreams and hopes and love and all that aspirations. They're people, just like me and you. We're all people, you know, but they they just people that happen to be sometimes lost in in the darkness and they just need some 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 way to focus a pixel of light to focus on that's real, that's authentic, that's not bullshit. It's not a mirage. It's not an illusion. It's real stuff. You give them that, man, they'll walk, they'll move towards it. People are resilient and they're stronger than most people give them credit for. And they're smarter than most people give them credit for, you know, they, they, but they will. When you give them that real thing, um, people will walk towards that and move. And when they do that, their lives start to change and start to become enhanced exponentially and very quickly too. I've seen, I've seen some dramatic changes in people's lives within, you know, 60, 90 days. Um, they become new people because they're living from the power, not that they have, they're living from the power that they are. And they're feeling that and that circuit gets complete and they go, wow. I mean, and that, that's, that's kind of a, a magical thing, man. It's kind of the, and, 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 you know, the part of the, the thing that makes us happen is to not be negative, not be positive, be complete. That's it. Be complete. You need both to have either. And that's the bottom line. You have to have both. To have you can't just have positivity without negativity. Our world, we live in this world capsuled in duality. And it's there to create contrast. It's there to create, you have to have both to have either. And it's there for a reason. And it works beautifully. It's perfect. Look, in, look at nature. You'll see it everywhere you go. It's everywhere. Yeah. And, it's, and we're, we're, we're not part of nature. We are nature. So it's like we're, we're governed by that, those rules and laws too. I mean, you know, I think you said a lot of things. And I think, you know, kind of run back on it is like, you know, when, when we talk about, you know, you know, us being governed by those rules and things like that. I agree totally. It's a, it, it is an amazing thing. We, we are these, you know, we are these creative beings. We are here to, you know, kind of, you know, create things. And I think like, you know, people are always in search of, you know, how do we find out what our job is or what is our thing to create? And, you know, I also feel that, you know, our thing is like me personally, I like to say everybody has a mission, right. And everybody has a lesson. Right. And I think the, the thing is, is like, these, these, these positive and negatives that you mention and bring, I think people take them the wrong way in general. And I think this is some of what you're also saying, too, as well. And, and, and how I look at it is like this, Morley. It's like, you know, in order to learn, which is a part of your lesson, and in order to be able to do your mission, you have to have these pros and cons because that's how you learn, right? You learn what you don't like, what you do like on this lesson and then also on this mission. And that kind of helps you trigger towards something of a balance or a life or completeness in some sense and not really just kind of look for this perfectionism. And I think like what we do in our society, especially now when there's something that's not perfected, right? We look at it as like, Oh, you need counseling or you need this. Not saying that some people don't need counseling, but anytime anything is negative, right? We push it to counseling because everything has to be perfect. Your relationship has to be perfect. Everything has to be perfect, but it's more of what do you want? Power of life, right? What do you want? Knowing what you want, and what you don't want, and then aligning those. 
And sometimes you, have, you don't know what those are. You have to go through experiences. That's where this life of lesson and then your mission kind of overlap. You have to go through this. So these pros and cons you have to have in order to exist. And this world, quite frankly, I feel it would be pretty fucking boring. Be pretty boring. Be pretty boring to live in this world without pros and cons. I love the negative because that makes me appreciate the positive, and I love the positive because it makes me appreciate the negative. And it, and, it, and it's and it is it can be a calmness or a place where you can have this duality. And I think it's been going like that for since the beginning of man per se, right? Yeah. I mean, it is yeah. what it is. But it's interesting that you also mentioned this whole self powerness thing because when I literally at turn 21 years old, I had figured out this whole self-power, you know, self-power thing. And I actually even got a tattoo of it and I tattooed it right here. And it's actually Mandarin. It's a uh, self-power. So yeah, I did the same thing. So I, I understand what you mean. Awesome. Yep. It's the, the, the whole thing, like I, my daughter is 21 and she graduated high school a year early because she wanted to go to medical school to be a doctor. After she graduated high school, her real motivation was to get the fuck out of high school. She hated high school. It was like terrible, bad experience for her. And then she came to me one day and she's like, dad, I'm like, what? She's like, I don't really want to be a doctor. I'm like, okay, don't be a doctor. She's like, yeah, but I told everybody I'm going to be a doctor and go to medical school. I'm like, who gives a shit? I'm like, do you want to do that? She's like, no. I'm like, well, that's the last damn thing you should do then. She's like, well, what should I do? I'm like, what do you want to do? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, then go be a kid. Go party with your friends. Go hang out at the lake. Go fuck around. Go do this. Go be a waiter. Go do different jobs. Go explore life. And through doing that, you'll gain some experience and contrast that will make you aware of things that you don't like. That so you can become aware of what you do like. I mean, th- th- like this isn't just words for me. Like I, th- this is what I taught my. You know, I'm, I'm a grandpa actually, but this is what I taught my uh, my, my kids how to live. Like this is th- your job is not to know everything. Your job is to go explore life and create experience. And in that process of creating experience. You'll create some peak experiences, and those peak experiences will be something that really you hold to your highest value throughout your life, and they'll guide you to do more things. And the whole process is just absolutely perfectly flawless. You have to have duality. I mean, we live in, in duality governs governs life as as a human. You know, it starts with the human uh, spirit duality, that dance of the energy inside of us and the body that holds it that's duality right there. And then, you know, it, it's always, and it's not about balance. This is another thing to people like balance, balance, the fuck there, there's hardly ever actual balance. What is more important is harmony. If you, cause if you, if you have things that you think need to be balanced, like you, like when you're an adult and you have kids, you have families, you have responsibilities, a business, you have a job, whatever, you got all these plates spinning on sticks. They all need attention. If, or if you stop spinning them, they'll fall. But there's never a time when they're all spinning exactly the same. You know, you get one getting some momentum with your kids. And like, okay, I'm going to go do a project at work. The other one with your kids is going to start, your family is going to start to get a little bit wobbly because you're going to, you know, but, but you have harmony because you're creating something in business that supports your family and vice versa. It's just about harmony, man. Because people try to, they seek this like crazy impossible uh, objective of finding balance in all things. Like it's not the right way. I mean, harmony is what it's about. Sometimes some gears are bigger than the other ones, but when they're all turning at the same, with the same intention, all those gears, bigger or smaller, not balanced at all, help drive the machine. But if you if you get out of harmony because you're only seeking balance, then you just stop. Everything just breaks down. So harmony is is also part of the the journey or part of the process of finding the things in life that lift you up and that are your thing. Like playing an instrument, for example. People, some people like a certain sound, a certain note versus other people. That's why people play the same guitar 
but very differently because what sounds good to one person doesn't sound as good to the other person. It's all about preference. And we get to decide that as we go. And that changes too, as you grow up and change a little bit. I mean, what people want when they're 40 is not what they wanted when they were 20. Usually it's very different, right? We're but, always growing. Yeah. Always changing. Yep. Constantly. It's everything's energy. Energy is always moving. Constantly. This is the fact. I mean, I think also what you just mentioned there was, you know, I think that was on point too. And I think like the word balance is, you know, it, it can, it can be misused in certain ways. And I think it, it's always looked as, as it has to be even, but I do like the way uh, you, you know, you went for the word harmony because I think it is kind of more harmonic, right. In a way where it's just like, one's not mm-hmm. where really even, you know, two parts, it's just more of, you know, all working together, right. Where there's a, yep. some type of like harmony within that. So I definitely agree with that. So Mike, Tell me, tell, tell, tell the audience and stuff like that, where can they find you? Where can they look up the power of life? How can they get in contact with you? How can they get on your system? Yeah. So, I mean, the best thing to do, I, I would, I would go, cause you got a little taste of this, but I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I get that. And that's perfectly fine too. Um, some people want something a little more soft, a little more like spiritual, whatever. Some people want something more hardcore and more pragmatic, like, 10x everything, dominate the world. I'm neither of those things. I'm somewhere in the middle of that. But um, go. You can go. You can go see. I, I would go listen to my story, um, and then uh, in there, I believe in that page, you can get uh, a free download of um, Principle One: Highest Energy Wins with some PDFs. It's part of a, a an audio course that I have. Um, you can get a free download at a, at a, on that page, so you can kind of check out that first principle. And that first principle has changed people's lives. Just that in and of itself, it's pretty powerful. Um, but yeah, go to, go to highest energy wins.com and, and that will take you right to the place. You can watch a video. I'm going to talk about all 11 principles, um, tell you kind of the story of how they, how I discovered them. Like part of it, I think, they, I think that, that dairy queen stories in there. So, um, <laughs> that's in there. So they can go, they can go, you can go there, see my background, see my story. It's pretty crazy. Um, it's a little bit dramatic. It sometimes makes people cry. So just be prepared for that. And, uh, and then I'll tell you about all the principles you can get, uh, the, the first module of um, the Power Life Principles audio course and take it from there. Wow. Wow. It's energywins.com. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mike, 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 thanks for coming on the podcast. Hang on for a couple of minutes. We got to make sure everything is uploaded. It's been amazing. Definitely want to invite you back on again. Uh, cool. Keep on rocking. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, the Kids in the Room podcast. The Kids in the Room podcast. That's right. That's right. Brought to you by Move Faces TV. Let's go.